So how is it that an extremely picky eater as a child ended up picking a life revolving around food? Find out on this episode of Cooking with Kibby. Cooking, cooking with Kibby. We'll make some yummy food. Cooking, cooking with Kibby. Yeah, um, something that rhymes with food. So put on an apron and grab you a knife. You're gonna have the time of your life. Cooking and cutting and chopping and mixing and stirring and cooking and cutting and stuff. Cooking, cooking with Kibby. Cause Kibby's your cooking dude. Well, hello again, and welcome back to another episode of the Cooking with Kibby podcast. My name is Chef Kibby, here to tell you that life is better when we're cooking together. And I'm hoping to get you and your family back in the kitchen, cooking and eating together. And if you're a subscriber of this podcast and listening to this on the day that it came out, well, then I hope you and your family had a safe and memorable 4th of July week and weekend. And I also want to wish a belated happy birthday to my little sister who had a birthday last week. Uh, I know she's listening to the podcast wherever she is, uh, down in the heart of Georgia, <laughs> down in the south. Um, it's, it's not coincidental that I mentioned my sister in this episode because this is probably something she remembers experiencing the, the subject of today's podcast going way back to when she and I were, were both kids, but focusing on me and on some of my eating habits. And so if you have kiddos with uh, some eating habits that are causing you some, some issues, I want you to listen up today and hopefully you'll get some, some encouragement and maybe some helpful hints along the way. So before, uh, before we get to any of that content, I wanted to tell you that today's episode of the Cooking with Kibby podcast is brought to you by cookingwithkibby.com. No surprise there. Cookingwithkibby.com is where you'll find my blog, you can read articles, watch my latest YouTube videos, sign up for my email list, and you can also sign up for the wait list because we have some great products that are coming your way at the beginning of August of 2019, and I'd love for you guys to, to check those out and uh, get registered for that because it's going to be a lot of fun, and I look forward to help you and your family make the most of your time in the kitchen. Um, so head over to cookingwithkibby.com so you can find out more information about all of that and more. And without any further ado, let's get to today's episode. Do you have a picky eater in your house? How picky? I mean, are they really picky? How about a kid who wouldn't even eat pizza? Believe it or not, that was me. I was a super picky eater as a kid. I was so icky that... So icky. <laughs> I'll leave that in there. I was so picky that um, when when my parents would take me to the local pizza joint around the around the corner from our house, I would only eat the croutons off the salad bar. I I, I know I've shared this story a bunch of times in various uh, places, but I think it bears repeating that not only have I grown to love pizza, and this particular pizza place still holds a very special place in my heart. I, I, I wasn't going to mention them because they're not a sponsor. I've, I've grown to love pizza and many other foods as well. So how was it that this very picky eater came to enjoy many other things? What was the secret sauce to, to my awakening to all things culinary? Uh, well, that's easy. My parents sent me to Japan. Okay, 
well, I'm I'm kind of kidding, but it's true enough that that's one of the things that that happened in my life to to change me. I was a part of a a short-term sister city program uh, with a, a sister city from my hometown of St. Mary's, Ohio, to um, to Japan, uh, to a small town on Awaji Island called Hokodansho. And during the the 10 days that I was overseas on the other side of the planet, I was forced outside of my culinary comfort zone. Now, I will admit one thing. I did have McDonald's when I was in Japan. I believe it was in, I believe it was in Osaka that we went to McDonald's, or as the Japanese call it, Makodonaldos. And I, I have to admit, the, the experience I had at McDonald's was almost identical to every other experience I've had at a McDonald's here in the United States, which you can look at as a wonderful thing or as a scary thing. I'll, I'll leave that up to you how you react to it. In any case, I did have at least one meal that tasted like home. But for, for the most part, the rest of my experience was something n- new and different. I remember having uh, teriyaki chicken skewers right off of the, the grill. I also remember having, well, I guess we did have eggs at, at one of our host families. But with those eggs, I remember having these uh, pancakes that were made with cabbage and little pieces of octopus. It was a little chewy, as you, as you might think. And um, it wasn't my favorite, but, you know, I tried it. And I can say that I had octopus pancakes. Not everybody can say that. But anyway, getting a little bit off topic. It's difficult to give a hard and fast rule for coping with a picky eater. And in fact, many people grow up to be very successful adults without venturing outside of their culinary comfort zones. And, you know, more more power to you. However, there are some cases when it can present a problem. Either it becomes too big of a challenge to plan dinners around their uh, you know, limited choices, or the person doesn't get the proper nutrition they need to grow strong and healthy. And in those cases, you, you may have to get a little creative. Now, I, I want to be clear here that I am not a dietitian. You know, I'm a chef. I know a lot about food and food preparation. But I don't know the details to your particular situation. However, generally speaking... A little tough love and patience can go a long way. I can think of many a time I've had to tell one of my kiddos, well, that's what's for dinner, eat it or don't. But this is what there is. And I, I can tell you they've never starved. We've never deprived them of having what it is they need to, to continue to grow and be healthy. Having healthy snacks like fresh fruit, yogurt, and even popcorn are really helpful in keeping them from, from crashing. If you take nothing else from this at all, just know that there is hope for a picky eater in your life. They may not grow up to be a trained chef, but hey, you never know. That's the, that's the way it was for me. Now, I will say one thing that being picky did deprive me of having, and that's more firsthand knowledge of flavor combinations. Unlike my wife, um, she grew up in Spain. Her parents were missionaries, and so uh, she grew up overseas, uh, spent a long time in Spain and also in Venezuela. And she was not a very picky eater, and so I feel like that has been a real challenge for me as a chef that, I mean, I've been able to pick up a whole lot when it comes to preparation techniques, but there's still so many flavors and flavor pairings that I haven't had the opportunity to try yet. Um, the challenge to you this time around is this. 
if you have a picky eater in the house, you keep trying new things. Something will eventually click. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you're listening to this episode during the month of July 2019, then you should know that we are building up to something incredibly exciting that could make a huge difference in the life of your family. I am launching a brand new online membership community for home cooks just like you who want to get themselves, their spouses, and their kids into the kitchen and around the dinner table enjoying more freshly prepared meals. This year-long group coaching session will give you greater access to me and a host of other moms and dads who are trying to cook more and order out less. There will be group discussions, live Q&A sessions, and member-driven content that I'll be developing to help deal with the issues that are creating the biggest headaches among my community members. Your kitchen may have an island, but that doesn't mean you have to cook like one. So join me August 1st through 10th to become a founding member of my home cooking online community. Details are available right now at cookingwithkibby.com. I'll see you then. If you don't have any picky eaters in your home, that's great. Take advantage of that while you can because tastes do change as people grow older. And so take the opportunity to get them to, to try as many new things and different flavor combinations as possible. This could mean in your preparations at home or even taking them out to restaurants. And eventually, you know, if you find things that they like, learning how to make them at home as well. But if you do have a picky eater, let's talk about some, some practical things you can do. First of all, be patient. Like I said, tastes change as people grow. And so more likely than not, this pickiness is just a phase and they will eventually grow out of it. Second of all, get creative. See this as an opportunity to challenge yourself and to grow yourself to, to trying new things. We live in a day and age where it is so much easier now to find new recipes and to have access to just an almost unlimited amount of different ingredients from which to choose in order to create meals for yourself and for your family. So don't see this as a stumbling block or, or something that is, that is hindering your family's ability to, to eat as a family. Look at it as an opportunity to think outside of the box, to cre be creative, and to stretch yourself culinarily. Next, invite those picky eaters to help make dinner. There's a good chance that if they've had a hand in preparing the food, they will be more likely to eat it. It, it gives them kind of a vested interest to know that they've had a hand in preparing the dinner. And so that might be the, the motivation that it takes to get them to try something that normally they would not. Another thing you can do is let them help with the shopping. You know, take them around with, with you in the grocery store and when they, they see things that, uh, that spark their interest or spark their curiosity, you'll be right there to encourage them and to purchase it and, and find ways of utilizing it in your meals. Because, again, when they have a vested interest, whether it be in, in, in selecting the ingredient or preparing it at, in home, they will be more likely to eat it. So what are your next steps going to be? If you do have a picky eater in your house, what of the, the recommendations that I've made are you going to try? Hey, do you have, have you had a picky eater in your house that you've been able to, to convert to a not-as-picky eater, however you want to say it? What have been your success stories? I would love to hear those as well to be able to encourage others in our listening audience and in our, in our home cooking community of how they can find more success in allowing everybody in the family to enjoy a sit-down meal together.
leave a message in the, the comments section of this post or shoot me a message on Facebook or send me an email. I would love to hear what's working or what you're hoping is going to work in the days and weeks and months to come. Thank you so much for being a part of this community, and I will see you in the kitchen. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you like what you hear, do me a favor and leave a review wherever it is you're listening to this podcast. It goes a long way to help me get my voice into more earbuds so that more folks will experience the joy of home cooking. Be sure to visit cookingwithkibby.com to sign up for my mailing list, read my latest blog post, watch my newest video, and to find other resources that will help you and your family live a better life through the shared act of cooking and eating together. Again, that website is cookingwithkibby.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Sorry, no Snapchat. Until next time, I'll see you in the kitchen. Cooking.